0: can bill a rights? The Constitution, what's it worth? You know they're gonna grind us down uh, until it really hurts.
1: Is this a sovereign nation or just a police state? You better look out, people or gets too late hi welcome everyone to stand and deliver this is episode 65 and we are calling this episode portrait of a local activist i'm kimberly miller and i'm joined by um, mary baker um, our national uh, director of training hi mary welcome
0: hi kimberly great to be here again <laughs>
1: Um, This week, our conversation is touching on our main mission at Citizens for Free Speech, which is to empower our members to exercise their First Amendment rights by being effective activists in their local community. Um, And of course, we offer training to help people do that, but we wanted to talk uh, more specifically today about what do we mean by activist, because it has a stereotype that comes with it that sometimes might um, make people bristle, And we want to talk about what we mean by a local activist and and paint a picture for you today of um, that. And Mary has worked on a project recently that really helps to illustrate that and make it really concrete in our minds what um, an effective activist looks like. And so we want to talk about that project with you today and dive into those different characteristics of a local activist. So Mary, would you um, take us back and um, set the stage for us on that?
0: Yes, absolutely. So a lot of people, when they think about activism, especially conservatives, they shy away from that because they don't like the look of activists that are out there and um, they don't want to model that. It, it makes them afraid. They don't want to be bullied, etc. And and what that looks like is these these activists that are out there basically bullies, they condone violence, um, they fight fire with fire they force agendas uh, and personal interests um, and even well-meaning citizens get out there because they've just had enough they get out there but without training they just get out there they're winging it they're emotional reactive and so when other citizens look at that role modeling of activism they're like that is not for me (laughs) but that leads to problems Um, as we will discuss today. So essentially, just as a quick overview, and we'll get into some details, um, the kind of activist that we're talking about is someone who is jealous of their intrinsic, independent, and self-determining rights. And when I say jealous, I mean they burn for it, right? They just want it so much for themselves that they're jealous of it and they fight for it and their temperament burns for freedom, truth, justice, and they burn for it. They're not lukewarm, right? They're they're hot on it, passionate about it, which moves them to action. They don't wait for others to speak or stand up in their place um, when something alarms them. And They're prepared. They're discerning. They're self-reliant. They're they're assertive, and most especially, they step out of their comfort zone to challenge the status quo that's disenfranchising the public and reducing their rights. You know, Um, so that's what we're trying to get people to understand that if they can adopt and assume this type of of activist persona, then they can do great things.
1: Right. And when you just said the, um, that phrase wing it, you know, they, they get out there and wing it. And, um, then they find that it's either more challenging than they thought it would be, or it didn't have the results they expected. Then it, um, you know, kind of puts a sour taste in their mouth and like, well, I'm not going to try that again. So it might make them, um, give up sooner than they, um, ought to. And, um, not to say that every, instance of activism is going to lead be fruitful but the more prepared you are the more trained you are the more you can work with others who are trained the more um success you are going to have and so that's really our our focus today with that and um wanting to encourage people help um help them um stand up quit being part of that silent majority where um you know, by not participating, you're more or less saying you approve with what is happening in our country and your local community. And so we we want people to see that they can take a stand, they can use their voice, and they can be effective. Um, so the project that we just completed, uh, the portrait of a local activist, um, tell us a little bit about how that came about.
0: So It came around because there was a group of us at Citizens for Free Speech who were trying to get this message out to people. I mean, obviously, it is a message we have in our training, the Citizen Ninja way, but how do we even get them to the training? Mm -hmm. And it began as a discussion about, well, what would be the ideal characteristics of a local activist? And the conversation began. It was dropped for a while and then picked up again in earnest over the summer when we started Local Activist Accelerator. And each month we had a roundtable discussion with our members who have taken the training and we went through three overarching characteristics. First of all, that was created, you know, what would be the overarching sort of subheaders and mm-hmm. we came up with mindset essentials, what would be, you know, what, what fundamentally do these activists think about and have, the principles that guide them? And then the skills armory, so that, you know, what are the skills that they should bring to the table that they're equipped with in order to become those leaders? And then finally, their direct action tendencies. You know, they basically run toward the fight, <laughs> not mm-hmm. away from it. And those were great discussions. And so the compilation of the characteristics in each one of those categories that makes up this portrait of a local activist is what came out of those discussions. And uh, and then all of that was put together in a video presentation and then also a PDF handout so that people could also have the script um, that goes along with the video
1: yeah and it's a beautiful video mary um, did a really great job on producing that and so we will include that video in the show notes here so you can watch that it's about nine minutes and so we we don't want to play it here and stand and deliver we want you to be able to watch it um at you know when you're able to really focus on it but what we do wanna do is highlight some of those characteristics in each of those subheads as Mary described and take a little bit of a deeper look at those um, just here in, in this conversation with the hopes that you'll go and re- watch the full video and then really um, think about it and um, decide how you're gonna apply that, uh, those skills that um, the message in that video into your own activism in your community. So let's um, start with uh, you, you talked a little bit already what you meant by uh, mindset essentials, the skills armory, and the direct tendencies. So, in mindset essentials, one of them that um, came, stood out for me is the idea that we need to look at ourselves as partners rather than adversaries in our local communities. Um, so often we see things emerge, um, you know, bubble up that. us really riled up angry that shouldn't be happening we shouldn't have to pay that tax we shouldn't have to um you know that policy shouldn't be adopted and then we go and we we just say don't 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 but what we need to do is look at um ourselves as partners with our our elected officials and then present solutions not just you know um, you know, being um, against something. So talk us a little bit about that mindset and why that's important.
0: Well, our role as citizens is to participate in the business of the people. It's our business after all. And we're electing basically citizen candidates to office and we are giving them authority to govern on our behalf. So it would make sense that if it's the business of the people, then the people would want to be overseeing the business that's being conducted, mm-hmm. and um, and so think of think of yourself as the boss, and you've elected, in in other words, hired a, a public servant to create policy that then becomes a law, for example, or a compliance code. And if you're the boss and you're constantly showing up at the last minute and hammering on the elected and criticize, you know, criticizing them and even bullying them and using using language that's you know <laughs> incredibly vexing and et cetera, uh, how, you know, how is that public servant feeling? about that and probably not real good and that public servant is actually sitting in a seat of authority so if you're constantly playing the role of an antagonist and attacking and criticizing the public servant without having shown up earlier to give your opinion about something then you're going to be ignored you're you're going to be set aside Uh, And that's just human nature. And so what we're really promoting is someone who gets involved early, actually, who knows what's going on, who is in touch with the elected. You've had coffee with them. You're meeting them. You're talking about issues. You're asking how you can help. And then when you show up, because you're more informed, you're less emotional And you can put together a very thoughtful response that offers solutions and may give uh, information about how a proposed policy or plan will negatively impact you and your community, for example. So it's really important to think of this as a partnership rather than a us versus them situation.
1: Yeah, and that can go such a long ways in um, boosting your own credibility um, and integrity as an activist so that um, you're looked at as somebody with influence and not um, just some sort of erratic um, opinion on a situation that's happening in your community. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, it well, shows
0: d- you care. It shows you care. because yeah. You're showing up. You're not just a Johnny come lately or a firebrand.
1: And this is just one of those in the mindset essentials. So um, again, we're just touching on um, some of the uh, key concepts and um, there's a a lot more that is covered in this, Um, but we'll move on to the skills armory. Um, Those that stood out for me were um, one of, that you talk about in the citizen ninja training um, kind of first off is that idea of civic knowledge, but then also um, coalition building and then um, uh, having a specific objective. Um, so much so often uh, we we go down and we, we make our voices heard, but we don't have a real plan of action of what we expect to happen, um, either going into it or afterward. Like, what is the follow up to that? Um, and so I know I gave you three here. <laughs> so um, I think I think the objective, though, I think, you know, we've talked a lot about civic knowledge and then the coalition building kind of goes in with the idea of being um, a partner. You know, you want to bring in some other people into your um, into your team. But let's talk about an objective, why that's so important is part of your skills.
0: So, like you said, people, if they're not paying attention, something will come up and they get reactive and then they go down to City Hall or the school board and they make their opinion known but they don't think ahead about what it is they're trying to achieve. And actually there are lots of different types of objectives. (laughs) And once you discern the kind of objective, then that allows you to prepare a strategy and understand the kind of tactics you need to use and maybe what the tools are that you can use to achieve that objective. So, for example, a lot of people don't understand that um, when you show up at a meeting like that, there's a whole group of people behind you, citizens who are sitting in the gallery. And if it's being streamed live or recorded and or recorded where citizens will be listening to it later, that you have an audience there. So. Maybe you feel defeated because you have a council of five or seven individuals who are all on the same page, or maybe just one is different, right? Run is aligned with you. And you just feel like, well, what would even be the point of me showing up to a meeting like that? Well, if you understand objectives, then you understand that actually you have a whole audience that isn't sitting on the dais. They're sitting behind you, so you can use that platform as a way to communicate your message to to those people, to the citizens. So your your objective is to communicate to the citizens, and your strategy is to go to the city council to do this, the city council um, opportunity to speak, to deliver a public comment, and... And so you can be heard. And I, I recently had the idea that you could wear a T-shirt, and on the back of the T-shirt, it said it would say, "This message is for the people." <laughs> <laughs> so that when you were speaking up there, the people saw your saw that, "Hey, I should listen because this is actually for me to understand." So there. So once you determine your objective, then everything flows in your preparation, because it's very important that you prepare ahead of time. Um, And also the what you're going to say in your message, for example, what is, what are you trying to communicate? What is the objective? This is something people miss. I'm going to say 99% of the time, someone will say, Hey, Mary, so I've got this going on. This is what I'm thinking about, about doing. And I say, okay, what's your objective? And they don't know. Mm-hmm. And as I challenge it back up, so in our coaching that we have on local activists, that's one of the things that that our members uh, have access to, which is to chat with me about campaigns and to go through basically a prep sheet. And one of the first things they have to do is figure out their objective.
1: And objectives can take many forms. They can be kind of a short-term objective, like for that one um, instance that you you gave an example of of going and speaking. Um, to electeds but maybe that's just one objective a part of a whole range of objectives that you can use to work through a um, you know ultimate goal of um, getting somebody seated on a council or board or um, changing a policy so um, it's not necessarily just one objective it can be part of multiple objectives but the key is is that you have objectives and you you're clear so you can be focused in your energy and in your um you know, the, the route route you take to achieving that
0: objective. Exactly. And, and it, like you said, multiple objectives can achieve multiple different things. So it's part of your campaign planning that has to take place.
1: And that kind of leads then into that third um, set of characteristics, which is direct action tendencies. And, um, the one I really like in that is about seeking opportunities to serve in official roles, and that doesn't mean you necessarily are seeking to be elected um, into an office, but um, there's a lot of roles that you can fill in a, a local community um, that often go unfilled, and um, or they're filled with um, individuals that all share a certain perspective, um, again, where a silent majority's voice is not being heard, and so you have an opportunity to um be that voice in a in an area in your community so talk talk a little bit more about that
0: so one of the principles i share in the training is that power is a matter of influence not coercion and so one of the primary goals we have as a successful activist is to develop that influence that influence then gets you places in, so we have different measures of engagement. We have a civic measure, we have electoral, we have political and we have social. And so those roles that you can play in leadership encompass all four of those. So civic can be where you become a leader of, a nonprofit organization that is political and or that is just civic, just a, a civic organization. But as you lead that civic organization, then like the Chamber of Commerce, for example, or Kiwanis, or whatever, whatever it is, um, that gives you influence in the community. So that's a role you could play. And the political realm or electoral is a little bit more obvious where, for example, if you've established good influence and credibility at, the, at City Hall or in a school district, you can get appointed to civic health, civically held uh, positions. So you could be appointed to a budget committee or a budget review committee or a curriculum committee or an, an ad, some kind of ad hoc committee that's put together by the mayor and, or a general plan committee, you know, parks and rec, that kind of thing, where you come in and sit on a, on a board and are part of an organizing team. That's what we call getting at the seat, getting a seat at the early decision-making table Mm -hmm. where all of that comes up way, way ahead of time before anything is even considered for a vote. Um, so those are places of influence and people just don't think about them. They only think of elected positions. And, but those appointments are really, really important because you're you're tossing around all kinds of influence at that level and people don't think about it.
1: Yeah, it's so important to, to think of this real um, kind of outside of the box in a way so that it's not just about um, following a specific issue and then sending an email to your Council or to your legislator. Um, It's about serving in a role that would help move um, the needle um, in in the direction that we want it to go, which means we're we're enabling more liberty, more freedom um, for for our communities and, um, you know, those that uh, we're seeking to serve. So those, um, those are all real great categories, I think that helps to really paint um, an important picture. For what we're trying to achieve as activists in our local communities. But um, sometimes, you know, that saying goes easier said than done, right? So mm-hmm. what can we do to encourage people to um get the training and the um, or what would you say is the importance of training in this? And that they're not, you know, even though they've got this information now that's super helpful, um, you know, we, we still don't want you to just go out and wing it, even though you have this information. What can you do to really um, hone your skills and, and to beef up your um, experience in this?
0: Well, you don't know what you don't know. So you may think you know, even if you're already active and engaged, because I've trained many of those too, veterans in um, mm-hmm. in activism in a particular area of interest. But when they take the training, they realize, wait, I didn't realized that. I, I didn't know that. And they've come back to me and said, I'm so glad that you came here. And I listened because that has really increased my, my effectiveness out there in, in the public square with what I'm dealing with. So, so you don't know what you don't know. Also, people build up their knowledge of what activism is, based on what they see out there uh, or stereotypes like we mentioned earlier about Mm -hmm. what an activist is and so then they go out there and model that (laughs) that persona and and i'll tell you typically it doesn't go well because those people end up getting bullied or ignored and have a bad experience and then they just they just give up right they're like well Mm -hmm. i guess that wasn't for me they don't understand the expanse and the options that are out there um and and so that bad role modeling just perpetuates the problem because if other people then watch that role modeling then they just will shrink back and think well no i i'm not that way you know i i'm not confrontational and I, I, I'm way too afraid to share my opinion because look what happens when you do. And but that only happens because those people aren't trained. And so what we're trying to do is get trained people out there who are really good role models for others. And then that hopefully will perpetuate the right kind of engagement that we're looking for. So uh, the training essentially puts you in a in that position of influence that we just talked about. And it helps develop what we call habit of the heart activism. In other words, habitual engagement, uh, which is what we need. We need everyone to do their part um, to communicate and um, to share their voice, you know, because I think we've said this before, you know, these conservative principles that, um, and even just having the First Amendment there, it, it doesn't communicate itself. You have to exercise it. You have to get out there and speak. You have to be. You have to stand and deliver um, on these issues. You can't be complacent. Wait for other people to do it and get out there without having really good, good basic training. And it doesn't take that long. We have eleven hours of training, and you're out the door. Um, it just seems like a small, a small effort to to put in uh, for a massive um, ROI, if you will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and it's it can be applied in so many areas too. And um, whether you're you're taking on a specific issue in your local community or even in um, your uh, workplace, um, your child's school, all of these places. Um, You can apply these skills so that you can, again, the idea is you're going to be seen as an influential, a credible, and you're going to do it with integrity um, in in any of these circumstances. And what I love about the training, um, first and foremost, is it really helps you feel in control of a situation so that you know that you're not going to um, be caught off guard. You're not going to let yourself get into a situation you're not able to handle, um and so that i think is um really valuable in and of itself that you know you you don't have to put yourself in a position where you you you're going to have to control every outcome and and that's something you do train a- about in that you shouldn't control agendas like that's not the objective the objective is to get the get the information out there and make your voice heard mm-hmm. um and so, do it in a way that's effective mm-hmm. Okay, well, we are running up um, close to the end of our time here. So um, remind everybody, Mary, how they can um, sign up for our training.
0: So you need to go to localactivist.org and we'll have the link up for you. So it's a quick plank, click, excuse me, <laughs> uh, to access the, the training. It's on demand, so you can fit it into your day. Uh, just, you know, if you're in the car a lot, just uh, you can you can actually we have an app that you can download and you can listen to it in the car if you need to. Um, if you're super busy. So on demand is is fantastic. So that's how you get there. And, um, and but it goes further. Our local activist accelerator platform is a community based program that uh, that's national. We have people from all over the country coming in and uh, who've taken the training or in the process of taking the training. And uh, we even have a level up. So once you get through those basic trainings, we actually then focus on specific areas um, to uh, of interest for different people, depending on what they're they're looking at. So this month we have. Uh, we're focusing we have a theme every month. So we're this month we're focusing on fallacies, which is a bully tactic, um, one that <laughs> people don't really understand. And uh, it's fun. It, actually, once you understand fallacies and you learn how to recognize them and avoid them yourself, that is uh, actually a very easy bully tactic to counter. And, but it takes a little a little bit of practice to to um recognize them so so that's what we're focusing on this month um, anyway that's, sure. how, that's how you do it
1: yeah excellent and um just before we go too i will remind everyone that we have a new product in our store citizens for free speech store um, our new stickers um about uh helping to push back against the face mask and um, infringement on our free speech so you can get those now in our store in sets of four Um, as well as other products um, that are available, our free speech statesmen, other brochures and um, pins and other um, things that you can take advantage of as well and help support our programs at Citizens for Free Speech. So that um, brings us to the close of our program. Uh, Thanks everyone for joining us for another episode of Stand and Deliver. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Let them put the fear on you.
0: Stand and deliver, but not a word.